very cool evening to you all. Welcome to Paranormal Prowlers Podcast. I'm your host, Tessa Morrow, and I'm hoping everyone had a phenomenal and spectacular Halloween. I mean, I seriously can't believe it went by so fast. October just flew right on by. October is my favorite month and I'm sad to see it go, but we're jumping right into November and this is a special bonus episode, episode number three, and it's about a special unique holiday, All Saints Day, the day after Halloween, November 1st. Today is a special day indeed. Cemeteries get visitors by the thousands, graves, crypts, headstones, tombstones, and mausoleums alike are cleaned and ornamented with fresh flowers and decorations, candles, and so on by loved ones, family, and friends. Later on in the day, in the Catholic cemeteries, services are held. People visit their departed loved ones all the time, right? I, for one, I find myself in several cemeteries and graveyards several times a year to visit family and friends. But It is on this day that many dedicate the day to clean the grave and the area around it. And usually all the family come out to help. Pulling weeds, throw away trash and debris, putting nice fresh decor, drapery, flowers, and so have you. On All Saints Day, when I'm not in Colorado, I will still go to a cemetery one that is a few blocks from my house in North Carolina, and I will clean all the trash and talk with the spirits there, letting them know what I'm doing there. One of the Reverend Fathers describes All Saints Day by saying, We cover the coffins of our beloved with flowers as a token of our affection. It is not strange we should repeat so beautiful a ceremony and cover their tombs on one day, set apart for the purpose each recurring year. It is said of man, he cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. Now, it has long since been suggested that the offering of flowers preserves the memory of the Eastern custom of bringing spices to the tomb, as the holy women did to the tomb of our Lord. Now, this week, I have a very awesome guest joining me. Don't get me wrong. Each guest I have on is special and unique, and I enjoy every second with them. But this guest, I have known her my whole life, and in fact, I am named after her. Now, before I get Tess on here, she actually sent me this really cool article kind of touching on All Saints Day, and I want to read one bit from it. So here we go. At the canal bridge near the entrance to Metairie Road Cemetery, the crowd becomes a jam. The Pontchartrain Railway carries the people by thousands. The streets approaching the gates are like a Parisian fete day, lined as they are with fruit, flour, and refreshment stands, whose vendors are exceedingly demonstrative. A constant line of carriages are crossing and recrossing the bridge over the canal, which leads to Lake Pontchartrain. Two large refreshment houses are nearby, and they are thronged with people. Across the road is Greenwood Cemetery, its most noticeable features being its shade and the Confederate Monument, which is near the entrance. 
Its streets of tombs are named after the flowers such as Myrtle Avenue, Violet Avenue, etc. It is well kept. During the week preceding November 2nd, people can be seen hard at work cleaning and whitewashing the tombs. Gilt paint is sometimes used to make more legible the inscriptions of the tombs and on the blocks of marble used as bases for flower containers. New Orleans is flooded with flowers, chiefly chrysanthemums, which have become definitely associated with the occasion. The plants are grown in the city and surrounding countryside and are sold at hundreds of shops along with cut flowers imported from California and elsewhere. The floral decorations make the cemeteries gay with spots of white, yellow, and bronze. Here and there, painted palm fronds, paper flowers, and ornate wreaths made of beads are to be seen. The same wreath is sometimes brought out year after year. Although a solemn occasion, the city takes on a holiday air. Crowds of people swarm through the burial places. From dawn until dusk, the long procession continues, while hundreds of vendors supply refreshments and toys to pacify the children. Well, a big thank you for Tess sharing that sweet article with me. And again, it was a bit longer, but I just threw some bits and pieces in there. So... My namesake, Tess, is from New Orleans, a place that is very near and dear to my heart. It's also a place that takes All Saints Day very seriously. You think the Cities of the Dead has a lot of people in it daily? It sure does. But All Saints Day is a whole other ballpark, you guys. Each year, Tess, on November 1st, among countless others, make their way to their destined cemetery, ready and prepared to spend the day tidying up their family members' graves. Now, let's make some way for my dear, dear namesake and dear family friend, Tess. Tess, welcome to Paranormal Prowlers Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this very special episode all about All Saints Day. How are you this fine fall day? I am fine. It's finally fall. (laughs) I am so thrilled that the humidity is finally gone. Yes, I I can appreciate that, and thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure is all mine. So, you know, obviously today is All Saints Day. That is the topic. Tess, how old were you when you first started celebrating All Saints Day? Uh, It's hard to say, but I can remember probably mid-grammar school, like somewhere around fourth or fifth grade, is when I really became conscious of it. And it was over my mom's parents, my grandmother, and she, she had not passed away yet, but my mom's dad had, and an uncle, my godfather, had passed away. So I remember a trip to the cemetery that they were in two separate tombs but I remember trip to the cemetery and and setting flowers out yeah wow so those are your first memories doing that that's pretty sweet and that's that's incredible you were really young when you started doing that then if you were in the fourth or fifth grade all saints day celebration here is all about family okay yeah and it's It's funny because that has changed over the years since Katrina because we have a lot of people that have moved away 
mm. and they're no longer connected to the, the city on that level. They do come back, but All Saints Day is not necessarily one, they, one that thing they come back for. They, there's a lot of new people that have moved in to New Orleans because it's such a cool place to live that you really can't, it's difficult. If you don't have family tied here on generations of being in certain cemeteries, it's not something that you gravitate to, you know? You just, celebrating All Saints Day, they celebrate Halloween, but they don't necessarily celebrate All Saints. And I think All Saints Day is such a beautiful thing to celebrate, you know, celebrating the people that are no longer with us, that were such a big part of our lives in the past. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Obviously, being in North Carolina, I don't have any family or friends buried here, but... On All Saints Day, I try to celebrate by walking to a little cemetery that's close by me, and I just kind of tidy up, you know? I just clean any debris and trash, and not making a huge difference, not like whitewashing anything, obviously, but I just, I try to do my little tiny part and just help, because I think it's kind of like a little forgotten cemetery, you know? But I never thought about, you just brought up a good point, when something horrible happens like hurricane katrina that claimed many lives and many people relocated and never came back because of that that makes for a lot of tombstones and burials and headstones that kind of and mausoleums and crypts that kind of go not forgotten but kind of just not cared for anymore right well and that's one of the things about down here is that we have save our cemeteries Okay, and it's sponsored through the Catholic Archdiocese, and they put a great deal of work into our cemeteries because our cemeteries are so historical here, and they're still used, okay? There really isn't a cemetery here that is no longer used. I mean, your tomb, your family tomb is your family tomb, and it it goes, it gets passed down to generations. So in... Unless generations no longer exist for to be buried in there, and that happens to some of the older ones, but the, the cemeteries are still ongoing. There are still people who tend the tombs, and um, like I said, Save Our Cemeteries does a wonderful job. And on All Saints Day, there there are cemeteries that are in pretty dicey parts of the city. They they have armed guards that are stationed at the cemeteries so that people can feel free to, to move around and, and not necessarily be harassed or, you know, what have you. So it's, it's a pretty staunch tradition of taking care of cemeteries down here. So it's really nice that that's what you do for your little cemetery up there. That's really a good thing. Thank you. Yeah, it is sweet, you know. Not this past year, but the year before when Hurricane Florence came through, it just, this huge tree came tumbling down on on some of the tombstones, and it stays there to this day, I don't think, because it's not part of the city, so they actually haven't removed the tree, and every time I drive by, I just cringe. I'm like, I wish I could get a saw and just cut that bad boy down, but it, it's definitely more than a one-person job. But, well, yeah, and that, that's for the county to do. So. Yeah, and unfortunately, the county, 
out here in North Carolina, they don't do much, unfortunately. It's very sad. So it's well, maybe someday I'll gather a crew and we'll, <laughs> we'll take care of it, I guess. You know, test New Orleans is by far my favorite place ever. And I, you know, just from going there as a kid and staying with you guys and you taking me to all the cemeteries and not just the cemeteries in New Orleans, but in, in Mandeville and Lacombe and just every cemetery is just so beautiful, you know, and just so, so different and unique. It's definitely a very important part of history out there. And it is neat that there's place that there's things like Save the Cemeteries. So, Tess, do you know offhand, like for Save the Cemeteries, if there's people out there in that area who are curious about it and who maybe want to join, is there a way they could join? Oh, yeah, you can, you can join the Save Our Cemetery Foundation. They actually have a huge photo contest uh, every year, and they pick, you know, the, the top photos, and they get published and this and that and the other. So, I mean, the cemeteries here are probably one of the most photographed things in the world, okay? It's like having a, you know, Mount Rushmore or something like that, you know, right there. I mean, because they are truly the cities of the dead, okay? Whether it's all saints that you're celebrating, because like in Mexico, the days of the dead, we have the Halloween celebration, we have the all saints celebration, we also have the all souls celebration. Somewhere over those three-day periods, most people, most Catholics and um, some of the Protestant religions go spruce up the cemeteries and the families go. It's not as intense as it used to be. Oh, God, they needed police to direct traffic and people would have lunch. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was definitely almost a picnic type of, of attitude and environment, you know, where people were cleaning and, and setting out their flowers and the whole nine yards. And it, you can belong, okay? And I think if, if it was as intense as before, we would probably have more people joining Save Our Cemeteries and things like that. But things change. Down here, it changes very slowly, but it, it, it does change, so... You know, I just hope that there are, if you have good weather, you're probably going to have a good turnout at the cemeteries, you know. And then there's a lot of perpetual care that goes on now with the cemeteries, but not so much the older ones, but the newer ones, you know, like where my parents are buried in 1950 in ground, even though you have to put them into a cement vault so that, you know, so that they're protected from the water and and, and they don't the coffins don't float if you get flooded, okay? That's a very eerie sight. Have you seen that before? I've seen pictures, okay, before, especially down in Cajun country where the the floods have happened, and I've, I've seen some video, and, I mean, it's on the news when it happens down here. Yeah. You know? But it's, uh, it, it, it's eerie. My brother experienced that he was in... He, he was stationed at Keesler in Gulfport when Camille came through. And there were a, a lot of displaced coffins at that point. And he had a car that was working. So he, and he doesn't talk about his experience after Camille on the Gulf Coast, which was pretty devastating. 
we picked up a few bodies, you know, but yeah. a lot of them were bodies that had been washed out, oh, you know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it had taken, even after Katrina, you could not bury people for quite some time because there just wasn't the crew. They had to hold burials for, I think it was almost six months before they could be buried, you know, in ground, like at Greenwood Cemetery at the base of Canal Street. I had a relative that died right after Katrina, Aww. and they had to hold her body until they could get the proper sanitation in order to be able to open graves and this and that and the other. It was it was a very strange time for this city. Very, very strange time. So Right. It was scary when that happened. I I was living in Colorado at the time, but and people kept asking why are you so concerned? You're out here. And I'm like, well, because first of all, even though I'm not close to a situ you know, an area where it's getting affected and I'm safe, there's still people out there that aren't safe. So of course, naturally I'm a human. I'm going to worry about that. But also because I have family out there, I have family, friends, <laughs> person I'm named right. out after is out there. Tess, walk us through an all saints day for you like your ritual, like your your tradition. What do you do exactly? Well, when I was a child and felt, you know, doing my All Saints with my mom or my dad, of course, nine times out of ten, we were in school maybe that day, depending upon sometimes we had All Saints off and sometimes we didn't for school. But most adults had at least a portion of the day off where they would go in and do and attend to the grades. But you always started out with mass early in the morning because that's what, you know, the main celebration is of, of all the saints in heaven, okay? The people who have made it to heaven and been canonized or recognized as saints. That's what all saints is about. So we would always attend Mass. You have to attend Mass, a holy day of obligation. And then you would go to the cemetery and you would sweep. You would make sure that it was clean. If you, my cousins had a tomb that they would go for a, every weekend before, maybe two or three weekends, and they'd wash down the tomb and, and whitewash it again and make sure that it was, you know, cra cracks in it or whatever were cemented up, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. And you just did it with your family, you know. The father would take the boys on the weekend and go do that. And then on All Saints Day, we would go and we'd put out flowers and, and pay respects to not just the nuclear family, but to my uncles and my aunts. I mean, a lot of families had a tendency to be buried together. That's kind of dissipated now. There's a little bit more spread out from where people have tombs and what have you. But it was just a family thing. Today, I go, I try to go to my parents' graves. I don't necessarily attend to my grandmother's tombs or anything, or my uncles or aunts anymore, because I'd be going by myself nine yeah. times out. So I don't necessarily do that. I did that with my aunts and uncles that were aging and my mother, because I didn't want them going by themselves, okay? Yeah. And I used to take them, 
But so now I just I during that weekend usually for whatever is Halloween or All Saints or whatever I will go and I will dress out my parents and my and my aunt and uncle are buried right at the head of my mother and father so there's kind of like a little family plot even though it's not a tomb it's it's in ground so I, I always make sure that when I go for All Saints. And there is mass out there. You know, you can attend mass. They usually have mass somewhere around 9 or 10 o'clock. And they usually have, the cemetery will have small bouquets of flowers. But I always bring my own. And I dress out and make sure that the, the graves look nice and they're presentable, even though there's perpetual care, you know. And then sometimes around here in Lacombe in the evening on All Saints when they have the candle lighting ceremony, established uh, by the Choctaws and the early Creoles where they go out and they light the, the graves completely in, in, in candlelight. It's just such a beautiful glow. I'd love you to come one time. And that's the La Toussaint, you know, the All Saints celebration here in Lacombe. I'll go and I'll, from afar, I take pictures because it's still in Lacombe it's still like that big family day, the picnic, the, you know, all of the kids and the, are running around the cemetery and people are, you know, sweeping and brushing and whitewashing and then it culminates with the blessing of the grave. So I try and catch that uh, yearly. I don't always make it, but I do try and catch it every couple of years or every other year, what have you. I think I'm going to go probably this year because I have a lady that came into our photography club from up north and she's just, she's moved down here with her husband and she's just absolutely mesmerized by some of the, you know, traditions here. So I think I'll try and bring her to the cemeteries this year here in Lacombe. That would be amazing, yeah, and it is a great experience for sure, and I do really plan on going out there. I wanted to actually this year, and I was like, we can't this year, but next year, Justin and I were talking about it, and we would really like to do that and just go with you and stuff, because yeah, you've shown me pictures, and you're right, it's just so mesmerizing with all the candlelight and the just... you know everything cleaned up and the freshest of fresh flowers and it's just so gorgeous and beautiful and so much love there and it's nice that they're not forgotten you know like I do a lot of traveling so sometimes I'll see like these like little decrepit old little cemeteries and it's sad because they're forgotten you know I mean you could tell that nobody ever goes there anymore and no care is taken or anything and it makes for a cool picture it looks cool but then you have to think wow those people they like have nobody taking care of their graves or nobody visiting and so it's really got to give so much respect to the people including you that just go out there and yeah you visit you know your loved ones throughout the year I'm sure but you know you dedicate a day just to you know, in days before, just to get it ready, you know, just prep right. it, clean it, wash it, love it, just do everything you need to do with it and in that area. And so that that's really neat. I, I really do like that. And I would love to be part of All Saints Day someday out in New Orleans uh, with you. So we'll definitely have to make that happen. And so 
New Orleans and like you know when it comes to like voodoo and the practices and stuff are there any like really weird odd bizarre practices when it comes to All Saints Day I'm sure if you got into the occult on that level you could find them okay lighting of the the, the La Toussaint the, the lighting of the candles for the graves is a way of spiritually calling back the souls okay because from uh, over Halloween night and the uh, all day on All Saints Day the souls are supposedly released from their earthly bounds okay from their graves and then when you light the candles that's calling them back in to their graves before All Souls Day, which is November the 2nd. That's the, the occult side of the Indian and early, early Creole spiritual beliefs, okay? So uh, it's kind of like the, the Hispanics with the Day of the Dead, where the, they're able to cross the bridge and go back and visit with their relatives and be there and experience life again through their families you know day of the dead has that scenario attached to it whereas here in in the creole and the choctaw spirituality we've got the the la toussaint you know and it's different than what christianity and, and catholics have but you know even some of the, I think some of the material that I, I sent you on the history of, of it, they talk about the fact that bringing the flowers is very similar to the old Jewish custom of annoying the body so many days after, you know? So it, it parallels with that. And I mean, that's how we get our customs, you know? Things yeah. are passed down through a certain spirituality, whether it be... Catholicism or Lutheranism or being if you're Unitarian or even the occult, the voodoo or what have you. So I'm sure there's probably some really strange things out there that happen between Halloween and All Souls Day when it comes to like voodoo or Sankaria or other types of uh, occult worship. But as far as me having ever witnessed any of them, no, I haven't really seen that. Maybe some markings on the graves, you know, of the older cemeteries for what, like what they do with Marie Laveau's grave, you know. They, they mark an X and they make a wish and supposedly it's supposed to come true, that kind of stuff. But that's light, you know. I, I, I haven't seen any strange practices, so. Right. But I'm sure if you dig into it, yeah. <laughs> there are some out there. So, uh, <laughs> so. good to know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, you guys who are listening, just so you know, Tess is a phenomenal photographer, and she has shown me several pictures that she has taken during, you know, af- after All Saints Day. And so, Tess, I 
I'm requesting you to send me one of those pictures, and that will be the cover picture of the episode, so you guys can actually see the picture for your, one of the pictures for yourself, and it is beautiful and mesmerizing, as she says. And before we end, Tess, I need to ask, you know, it's no, you know, secret to the people who've listened, I love New Orleans, I love the cities of the dead, it's just so phenomenal, no wonder Mark Twain fell in love with it out there. Out of all the cemeteries out there, which is your favorite and why? That's really hard. It's hard to pick one. Of course, the last one that we went to when you were here. Lafayette? Yeah, Lafayette number two, across from Commanders. I love that one. It, it's very it's very old and it has its, its little hidden crevices and, and things that you, you know, you discover as you go, you know. My other favorite is probably Greenwood at the foot of Canal. I have relatives that are buried there, and it's not as beautiful a place as, say, Met- Metairie Cemetery is. I have relatives buried there, but there is something about Greenwood that just has a at-home feeling for me. And I know you understand what that feels like. You know, it's it's one of those things where you get someplace and you just know that the ambiance and the environment, it, there's a spiritual connection for yourself there. So I don't know. I have often wondered myself if maybe... I had a physical presence that was buried there in my past, you know, past lives or what have you. Because it does, Greenwood does feel like home when I'm, there's there's a calming effect for me there. It's like St. Francisville, you know, when you, when I've taken you up to St. Francisville and to the Myrtles. Yes. (laughs) You know, I, when I walk into the Myrtles, I feel at home. Okay, so I know there's a past connection there for me, you know, in some way, shape, or form. That is but. neat. Yeah, I've I've felt that too at points when I'm in New Orleans. Like I've I've been here before, like well before I've been here in this uh-huh. life, you know. And and same with Tombstone. When I was in Tombstone and I was walking uh, on Allen Street, I was like, I died here. I lived here and I died here before. And I just, it was such a strong, intense feeling. I was like, wow, you know, like, <laughs> it's neat when you find places like that, like Greenwood and, and Myrtles, yeah. you know, it's really neat. For all we know, you could have been Chloe in the Myrtles. <laughs> I, I doubt it because she screws with me every time I go in there. So. <laughs> does she really? <laughs> what does she yeah, do? I always feel a tug on my clothes. I've been into the Myrtles and I've taken pictures that don't come out and there's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't, okay? I don't know if it's Chloe, but there is a presence there in that plantation home that physically touches me every time I go there. So, and it's just what it is, you know? It's like, if someone has experienced that, they understand. Okay, if they haven't experienced some that, that kind of familiarity, people will look at you like, "What?" <laughs> you know, right? But it's hard to explain. Yeah, very hard to explain. You know, right. motion out of the side of your eye. It's you know, it's so 
so many different factors. So, but no, I don't think I was Chloe. Okay? <laughs> I, I'd still be working off that karma. Okay? Uh, <laughs> big shout out to my namesake Tess for being on, and I really do appreciate it. Well, and you know, to anybody who's listening, and they. The celebrations for All Saints Day are not quite as intense as they used to be in New Orleans, but they still happen, and it's still an experience to see it, you know, where people are absolutely paying attention to their deceased relatives and and taking care of their graves. It, it still happens. So, you know, go online and look up Save Our Cemeteries and... You can get a wealth of pictures and information about our cemeteries here in New Orleans and better understanding for the cultural value of them. So, like I said, anybody can join Save Our Cemeteries. It's it's run through the Archdiocese of New Orleans, and they accept donations, and it, it works wonders for our older cemeteries. So, okay. Absolutely, you guys. So remember that. Save our cemeteries. Okay. All right, my dear. You you give yourself a hug, and one day I'll get you down here for the La Toussaint. Again, the biggest of shout-outs for Tess for being on. And happy All Saints Day to all of you today. And if you're by a nearby cemetery, like me, even if you don't have family or friends, clean up some trash. Do something. Uh, as I will be as well today. So did you enjoy today's episode? Listen to the others, you guys. They're equally phenomenal. Do you want a reminder of when the episodes are available every single Monday? Well, you could subscribe to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Podcast Republic, Spotify, Tune in radio, Twitter, and so many others, you guys. Basically, wherever you're listening to your other phenomenal podcasts, you can listen to Paranormal Prowlers podcast as well. Happy All Saints Day, and have a good one. See you next week.